Welcome to another episode of the Kicking It Podcast. I'm Alex Boatman, joined always by my trusty and now unemployed co-host, Austin Rico. Ha, good one. I'm about to hang up on your ass. <laughs> hey, you know, I'm a, I'm a substitute teacher, so uh, I don't know who's better off here. But uh, uh, that's, that's, that's employment. You're making money. <laughs> yeah, okay, barely. Anyway, we've got a great show. We've, <laughs> we've been gone a little bit, but uh, Rico's gone through some, been a little busy lately. Um, but March Madness to recap, Masters, a little talk about. And uh, it's a great time to be a sports fan, so stick around. We'll be right back. So last night we crowned. Well, I shouldn't say we crowned. I should say the cartel that is the NCAA crowned uh, the Virginia Cavaliers as the national champions. Uh, thoughts on that? Thoughts on the game? Thoughts on the tournament? Um, I think this is one of the best tournaments uh, in in recent memory. To be honest with you, I mean it, it. We might not have had as many upsets in the first round as usual, but that just allowed us to have some quality basketball games and. I mean, man, from the Sweet 16 on, they, most of the games were pretty dang solid. I mean, most of the games were close. Uh, shoot, I mean, my favorite games came out of uh, the bracket Virginia was in. Yeah. And that was, you know, per, Purdue. Per, I was really hoping Purdue was going to win. And, you know, Virginia kind of pulled a, a duke there towards the end of the tournament and just skated by, oh, we got this win. Oh, we barely got that one. Oh, we barely to a championship. So, I mean, I'm, I'm happy for Tony Bennett there. Was really pulling for the Red Raiders though. I was uh, too. I've been really awesome to see Beer get that championship and then rock out to, to Old Town Road in the <laughs> locker room, but it just wasn't meant to be. And I think the rest may have influenced it a little bit. Yeah. But still, I mean, credit to DeAndre Hunter. Oh my gosh, that dude came up with clutch, but that was ice. That's a clutch bucket. That was ice. And then he, sh- yeah. he shut down Culver. I was shocked. You know, Culver kind of struggled against Michigan State too. Um, I, you know, DeAndre Hunter had a great turn, great game, great second half. But man, I feel like watching that game, Kyle Guy, everything he was throwing up was going in. That dude, that dude was insane. You know, Ty Jerome, everything yeah, he, just dribble drive, pass back out. Hunter and Guy, and they're going to shoot a three and they're going to make it. That's what the second half felt Ty like. Ty Jerome me. might be my favorite player for that team, honestly. He is. He's what makes that so team go around. He, oh, yeah. He does not get the credit he deserves either. No. Um, but, you know, I agree. I agree this is one of the better tournaments we had. And, you know, going into this tournament, there was a lot of teams who could win this, this national title. I remember when we first talked about this, I, I remember talking about Texas Tech. I said, this is a team to look out for. This is a team that can give people some trouble. Um, you know, last night, people at first were calling it such a boring game because they're both very defensive, um, defensively-minded teams. Um, but it ended up opening up a little bit. And, you know, he got a decent score at the end. I mean, granted, overtime helped, but oh, still, you know. It was a great you know, it, was, it was. It was. And Texas Tech with those coming back down. They were down by 10 twice in the game, came, came back, you know, had the lead there with 30 seconds left. I thought they were going to win it. Um, but, you know, kind of one, one thing I want to talk about is everyone was in love with the Duke. Everyone's in love with Zion, which rightfully so. Zion is an unbelievable player. Um, Kentucky, people are in love with Kentucky, you know. But something that you know you see these team those teams like that struggle to win a national title now is they don't have a lot of senior or upperclassman leadership. And look at the two teams last night in the national title. Look at the two teams last night in the national title. 
Oh, absolutely. Well, somebody made the point that, oh, Luca's younger than I think all but a few of the players uh, playing in the national championship game. Like, well, there's a reason all the young players in the NCAA aren't in it. And, I mean, we've seen it year after year after year. The teams with experience, the team with chemistry come March are the teams that are going to make it. I mean, when you have to win six games in a row against top competition, it's tough. It's tough. And, you know, you look at Virginia, you know, they they were in a fight from the Sweet 16 on when they played. They were in a fight from game one when they were down to Gardner-Webb by 14, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, then they even Oregon played them close in the Sweet 16. You know, Purdue should have beat them um, in the Elite Eight. They should have lost to Auburn in the Final Four. They should have lost to Texas Tech. But um, the leadership on that team, you know, made plays when they were needed and stepped up. And, you know, this tournament – I was really happy with it. Um, you know, outstanding coaching job. I feel it's weird because this is Virginia's first national title, but it feels like that they've been there before. I think that's because they've been so dominant in the last couple of years in the ACC, and they've been number <laughs> they've been a number one seed, but they haven't really done anything oh, once they've man. gotten to the tournament. So um, good for Tony Bennett. Cue up, cue up our last episode where you were sitting there talking about ah Virginia going to lose to a 16 seed again. <laughs> Trust them. Hey, I I still don't trust Virginia. Virginia could. I, I still don't trust Virginia to win a game. I mean, I'm still like, are you sure they're gonna win? I just I just don't. But um, credit Tony Bennett, um, former Washington State Cougar head coach, about ten years ago. Really happy for him. Yeah, you know, and but also Chris Beard. I mean, what a what a guy, what a coach to take it to take a team um, that had like two and three star recruits on it, based that coming out of high school, and to turn it into a, a program that. Is now going to be a probably a real predominant program in Texas Tech moving forward. Good for him. Um, you know, I feel sad for those guys last night, but good for both those coaches. I think they have a lot of great future. They have both have great futures ahead of them in the game of basketball. Oh, 100%. Um, you know, tournament was a fun one. It's sad that it's over. Um, no more college basketball or college football, which is what we mainly live for. Um, until late August. Uh, I don't know what we're going to do. In fact, no more football. Um, sure, we'll talk about that real quick. Uh, the AAF decided to fold um, and put you and a lot of other guys out of a job. Was that just kind of a, a shocking thing to you and some of your teammates? Oh, yeah, 100%. I mean, it was one of those that even, you know, the coaches and, and our general manager, they had no idea it was coming. And- Ah, it sucks, uh, but still grateful for the opportunity. It was a ton of fun, and I think seeing all these guys that are getting signed, uh, you know, immediately after it folds, is showing that there is a, you know, there is a, a demand for a spring, yeah, uh, league football as kind of a developmental league. And, you know, we'll see. I guess uh, next next attempt will be Vince Man and or Vince McMahon and his the XFL. XFL. So. Uh, and, you know, what happened that day? You know, I remember there was reports coming out. I was texting you. My kids, this happened. You said you guys hadn't heard anything. So what was the move between you and your teammates uh, that day that it, it folded? Basically, just seeing the articles, nothing was told to us. And about 11 o'clock or 11.50 is when we had our meeting. And, you know, it was all ready to go to practice. You know, whatnot. We'd had these different rumors before. And then they're like, this is what's going down. Uh, we, we're still not sure what's going on exactly. Uh, we'll find out later tonight. We'll have a team meeting here at the hotel a little bit later. So, shoot, I went and played top golf, went out to the mall, 
um, just, you know, trying to keep busy, keep mind off things. And then, yeah, they came back like, yeah, uh, you know, the, the league's going to be done. The Tom Dundon, the, the new, you know, owner, uh, decided to, you know, fold the league. And, uh, basically he was just telling guys they had to find their own way home. We, we'd have the hotel room, uh, for one more night to have, you know, let us get everything arranged, which some teams, they did not have the, the same yeah, luxury. I heard that. I heard there were some guys saying that they were putting the bill up. They were charging them for the hotel, and it was... Yeah, well, that that's not right. That, that one should be corrected. But, I mean, there were people that came in, uh, came to the hotel, and their stuff was in bags out in the lobby. Really? Cleared out. But that didn't happen to you guys there in Salt Lake? No, thankfully not. I mean, we we had a pretty good operation in Salt Lake. It's it's really a bummer that it ended the way it did because I mean, I shoot, I loved it out there. It was awesome. Um, so uh, are we going to see you in the XFL in Seattle next next spring, or are we going to see you on the NFL field this this uh, fall in a training camp again, or what's the what's the next move for Austin Rico? The next move for Austin Rico right now is chiropractic school. So. Are you retiring? Is that is that the move? Are you now retired? Uh, I mean, I, I have, you know, chiropractic school doesn't start until October, so we'll see. So semi-retired at the age of 24. Man, what a life. What a uh, life. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say retired like that. But. Hey, just get on with the XFL in Seattle. Come live with me. Uh We'll have a good time. Do I have Do I have a place to stay? That that might be a game changer there. I mean, I'm looking for a roommate. So anything happens, uh, let me know. <laughs> um, oh yeah, I, I don't know if I've told my personal news. Uh, yeah, accepted into grad school, the University of Washington, in uh, sports management. Um, so I will be going to grad school, being a dog here. School starts in two, a little over two months. So I'll be living in Seattle for the next year. Get my master's. <sighs> That's crazy. Looks like I'm gonna have to be a Coog fan for the next year. <laughs> Go dog. <laughs> Go dog. Just hey, just like the Apple Cup all over again. Me rooting for UW in the middle of all those Husk of all those Cougar fans and you rooting for uh the Cougs, so it's basically just like the Apple Cup all over again. Hey, I'll go to two Apple Cups in a row. I just realized that. Let's go. Let's go. Hey, look out for the dogs. Jacob Eason, I'm pretty excited about uh being a fan of a winning football team this uh this fall. Never really had that much in my life. You've never been a fan of a winning football team? Uh, well, you know, the collegiate level for the most well, I guess part. Not really. Steelers deal the last couple of years has been more of an emotional heartbreak than, you know, hey, I'm wins talk- and losses. I'm talking, I'm talking the collegiate level. Collegiate level? Um, I don't know what you're talking about, man. You have a ring. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I do have a ring. I think. Uh, you're welcome, pal. <laughs> Yeah, thanks for slipping and falling on your ass out there in uh, the, that turf. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to say that we won a couple games by, you know, a couple field goals or anything, but I'm also not going to say we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, but it should be good. Uh, I do have a ring. so. But, hey, a lot of football news. Um, it sounded like that our former teammate, Caden Ellis, might hear his name called in the draft, day three this year. That's kind of the rumors coming out by a lot of uh, scouts and things like that. Have you seen I, that? I'm hoping it's true. I'm, I'm hoping it's true for his sake. Um, but I also know firsthand uh, <laughs> how that can change in a yeah, heartbeat. So I, I think he'll definitely get an opportunity, uh, whether it's in the draft or 
undrafted free agency. We'll see. But I, I really do hope he's drafted. He's, he's a great guy. And, but, yeah, it's it's one of those where I, I remember hearing, oh, yeah, fifth, seventh round for sure. And what do you know? <laughs> yeah, here you are, you know, moving to Miami probably. Um, not to be a dolphin. But, uh, <laughs> um, you know, it's Caden went to Utah's Pro Day, um, killed it there. Went to Idaho's Pro Day, killed it there. Um, he's kind of been blowing up people's draft boards. Some people are even saying go fourth round kind of thing. Um, he's measuring at 6'2", 235. He ran a 4'5", 840, a 35-inch vertical, 10-foot broad jump. He ran one of the fast. He ran the fastest uh, 20-yard shuttle of anyone at the con- or top three of anyone at the con- who went to the combine in terms of his 20-yard shuttle or his L drill shuttle, whatever you want to call it. Um, he. Oh, his Elgil shuttle and his 20-yard shuttle. He ran one of the fastest times if he would have gone to the combine. Um, people are liking him a lot. Um, I know he's visited the Packers today. I know he think he has like six, seven more visits lined up. I know he's worked out with the Patriots at a tight end position. Um, so who knows? Maybe Caden's the next Gronk. Maybe we just maybe we just went to college with the next Gronkowski. Let that sink in. Um, Size might be a little bit different. Yeah, he's not. He's not six six two eighty. So six three six two. Give him a couple rings or something. Whatever. Six two two forty. But uh, no. So you know, good for Caden. Um, good guy. Uh, one of the hardest working guys that I've ever met. And yeah. So hopefully, hopefully we hear uh, uh, Idaho Vandalism's name called on draft day. That'd be pretty cool. Um, it's been a while. It has been a while. I think. If I remember right, it was either Corey Toomer, Benson Mayoa, Shiloh Ko that long ago, about nine years ago since a Vandal has heard his name called on an NFL draft day. So it's <laughs> um so talking about the Masters this weekend. I know we haven't I haven't watched too much golf. I know you probably haven't either, but we love the Masters. I mean, there's been such a break. Since the shoot, what was it? PGA. Yeah, you know they've been kind of playing the pre the the early season ones, kind of getting back into it. But we haven't had a major since August. Um, yeah, it's been forever. Yeah, you know they play over in like Asia and they play in, like in Dubai this time of year and in Hawaii and you know starting to play in Southern California more. But there's been some more and more ones coming up. And but Masters is is Tiger going to win? Are we all rooting for Tiger? I know I am. Oh, 100% rooting for him. Uh, <laughs> I wish it was, you know, cut and dry like that, but it's really just whoever's hot that day. I mean, how, how many times have you seen a Masters where it's like, oh, never heard of this guy before in my life, but he just won it. Jordan Reed. From two, what's yeah, that? Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it happens. It's a tough course. That's a tough course. That it's like, oh, they won the tournament going minus four. It's like, oh wow. Um, but I'm excited. The par three contest is tomorrow. Um and then moving on to first round play Thursday. So um I know that's what I'll be doing uh the next this next weekend is definitely keeping my eye on the Masters and um Hopefully Sunday we're some crazy finish and we're, I'm glued to the TV because I can't get away from it. So it should be a good time. Looking forward to it. Um, and I know I know you're not a horse racing fan, but for those of you who are, Kentucky Derby is three and a half weeks away. Um, be on the lookout. Um, I will be 
betting heavily on it. Um, I'm not I'm kind of poor, but I will still bet heavily on the Kentucky Derby. So it's a, it's a good time. It's a fun time. I, one of my favorite sports days of the year. Also, baseball. I know you're not a baseball fan, um, but I know you're a Northwest guy. And the Seattle Mariners, Mariners are on a tear. On a tear. They just... Yeah, it's been ridiculous. All they do is score runs. That's all. They make baseball fun. Baseball is fun to watch if you're a Mariners fan. It's like, oh, we're going to score 10 runs tonight probably. It's fine. We're going to hit like three home oh, runs. It's got to be awesome being there. Hopefully they can you know, keep it up and keep winning games because I think we all know how this narrative has gone in the past. Oh, wow, we've we got a good team this year. And then by about three quarters of the way through the season, it's like, well, then always ju- next year. Then July hits, and then it's downhill. <laughs> so, you know. I'm, ho- I'm hoping so. I, I would love to have a team to root for. Oh, yeah. oh man, I would too. You know, um, Saddle Mariners' longest playoff drought of any top four league professional sports team. That's the NBA, NFL, NHL, and the MLB. Um, it's been since 2001 since they've made the playoffs. That year they won 116 games, the best team in baseball history. Um, they have not made the playoffs since. And so. But this year is supposed to be a throwaway year. We traded away a lot of guys. We're going to, we, you know, this is going to be like, oh, we're going to be good in 2021. That was the plan. We're in 20, it's a two year, two, three year plan. That's, that's the plan. You know, you know, we're going to suck. Then all of a sudden, our bats decided just to explode. And we've hit a home run in every game we've played. I think we are 10 and 2. Um, there's some stats out there that there's only like five other teams in the history of baseball who have scored more runs in the first 12 games of the year. And the last one came in like a 1997. And before that was like 1932. So this team is um, fun to watch. I know they're playing right now. I think they're up four to two. I want to say um, it's low scoring game, but you know, there's more, there's still time to play. Um, yeah. I, I'm loving it. Um, as a baseball fan, it's a good time. It really is. You know, hopefully uh, they say Moneyball 2.0. Maybe let's let's just hope, you know, I'm excited to be in Seattle this this uh, summer. So I'll have to definitely catch some games. That's for sure. Oh, snap. I might have to make a trip out there. If it's a good if it's a good good game, like they're playing someone cool. I know they're playing the Cubs in a couple like a month. I wish I was out there for that. But um, but yeah, Seattle Mariners, keep an eye, keep an eye on them moving forward. I don't. There's something else I want to talk about. Um, sports. About Magic Johnson. That's exactly what I want to talk about. That's exactly it. You read my mind. Magic Johnson yeah. is out at the Lakers as the GM or president of basketball operations, whatever you want to call him. Um, the Lakers are currently the biggest dumpster fire in professional sports, um, and LeBron is now um, president of the organization. So. Congrats to him. I mean, shoot, they they may as well make him, you know, officially make him a player GM, whatever it takes, because player head coach, G- player head coach year, GM, player head coach, player head coach GM, professional president of basketball operations. That should be his title. Um, but interesting, yeah, he needs a coach, not a GM, but he needs a coach. Interesting stat: the Lakers this year only won two more games than they have last than they did last year, heading into their yeah, final game I mean, tonight. I- Definitely hurts when LeBron misses, you know, basically twenty games. But oh, it definitely does. I mean, he's probably gonna end up missing closer to thirty after they sat him out in the last half, this last little chunk of the year. Um, but still, I mean, that just that has to hurt. You you bring in the best basketball, the best player in the world, and you your wins only go up by two. Uh, don't make the playoffs. A lot of injuries. 
I mean, that's definitely been a factor for them this year. A lot of injuries. Um, but, you know, I heard a report out today. It'll be actually interesting to see what happens this summer. It'll be really interesting to see what happens this summer. I think that's going to be a big talking point you and I will have to talk about um, is NBA free agency. I heard a report out today that Kyrie Irving is interested in visiting with the Lakers this summer. Yeah. yeah it's nothing more than a visit, though. I mean, no, I've, I've been hearing more and more about Kevin Durant and Kyrie going to New York. That's what I've heard. A more legit possibility. I think you're either going to see Kyrie stay in Boston or go to the Knicks um, with um, with KD and and Zion Williamson get drafted number one overall by the by the Knicks. So that's if the Knicks even win the lottery, though. We all know that's the, the Knicks aren't winning sure. the lottery, even though they have the highest percentage. You know they're not with the lottery. That's the Knicks' luck. Uh, yeah, so this this summer is going to be very interesting NBA wise. I have no idea what's going to happen, and Magic stepping down as Lakers president is now just making it even even crazier. Who knows? It's going to be a wild time. Um, we now embark on the two month journey that is the NBA playoffs. Um, give me all right. We all know who's going to win the West. But give me your final four teams on each side of the. So your final, cool. final eight. Golden State. Okay. Wait, final eight. Well, okay. Give me your final two on each side. Golden. Who's going to be in the Western Conference Finals? Um, I'm going to go with the Thunder. They, okay. Their bench has been non-existent lately, but you know, I, I think they can turn it around. If Russ can figure out how to shoot again at all, they'll be really tough. Okay. And then on the east side, I'm going to go with the Bucks and the Raptors. Toronto's going to get over the hump this year. Is that that's your hot take right now? Is that? Uh, I mean, they'll get into the conference finals. Yeah, but they haven't been able to get past like they haven't been able to get past that to second round in so long. They were in the conference finals two years ago. Oh, they were. Oh, that's right. They lost to LeBron. They haven't been able to get past LeBron. And guess who's not there? Yeah. Uh, let's see. I'm this is not a playoffs at all. LeBron. Yeah, that's definitely helped. Very fortunate for the rest of the NBA because that is a scary, so it's gonna be scary time for both teams. The Eastern Conference seeds are going to end up being Bucks 1, Raptors 2, Sixers 3, Celtics 4, Pacers 5, Nets 6, Magic 7, and probably the Pistons at the 8 seed. So you're going to see a possible Bucks-Celtics second-round matchup. Um That'll be interesting. That'd be really interesting. Um, and then in the West, you're going to see Warriors 1, Nuggets 2, Rockets 3, Blazers 4. Um, Blazers 4, let's see, Jazz 5, Spurs 6, Thunders 7, and the Clippers 8. Yeah, but everything can change so quickly in the next two games because everybody's so tight there. Yeah, the West is... 5 through 8 is ridiculous. Um so the so the eight seed their their record this year is forty seven and thirty four, the two seeds record is fifty three and twenty seven. So we're only talking win total difference of six games between the two and the eight seed. That is that's pretty pretty nuts. Um, you know I really hope the Blazers can get by the Jazz and win a and win a playoff series this year. I'd like to see the Blazers just have a little bit more success in the playoffs, but. So yeah, just more success than last year, really. 
he they just I mean they've just struggled. I mean yeah, I'd like to see him put up a decent fight against the Warriors, but I mean we know that's not going to happen because it's the Warriors. Um, God, I don't know. It's just going to be the Warriors. They're just going to win the title. It's just a get foregone conclusion. It's sad, but I'd like to see Giannis. I think Giannis is the next great player in the NBA, so I want to see him kind of get there and see what he can do on the big stage. So, um, yeah, great time. Also, if any of you guys are interested in hockey, playoff hockey is a wild time. I have no idea who's in. Um, I will develop a favorite as it moves along, and I like to see those beards out there. So if you are a hockey fan, um, playoff hockey is a wild ride. So I'll be, we'll be looking for a, a bandwagon team to hop on and become a fan for. Last year was the Golden Knights. Uh, Rode well away the finals, lost in the Stanley Cup. So we'll see what happens. Oh, Rockets are up 60-51 at half currently. So over the thunder. Well, Rico, anything else before I talk a little bit about the corner club from this last weekend? No, no, all good over here. Man, the corner club, it was mom's weekend at University of Idaho. Always, always a good time. Um, glad to see all all the mothers out there who um, take care of all the all the vandals in the world. Um, corner club busy as always. Great place. Bartenders always taking care of me, feed me popcorn like no other. Um, the best service you'll ever find anywhere you go. I don't know what other service you get like that um, other than the corner club. So be sure to give it a visit if you haven't already. And yeah, I think that's about it. Any other words for the people, Austin? Um, shoot, what's today? Tuesday? 364 days until the next NCAA tournament championship. <laughs> that's the hot take of the year. But let the countdown begin. Oh, man, we have to wait so long until college football and college basketball. This sucks. This part of the year sucks, except I'm a soccer guy, so at least I can watch soccer. Watching Champions League today, City lost hey, to Tottenham. NBA playoffs. NBA playoffs should be interesting this year. Not so. for yeah. Catch me in once, ra- catch me in round three. Once once those are over with, then there's absolutely nothing. Then it's sports purgatory. It's like uh It's literally just baseball. Right. It's literally just baseball. Like I know. and I'm a baseball guy. Time to go and I guess there is golf. Then it's hoop best season. I guess it's it is. There is golf. There are majors to look after. There is, you know, soccer. I'm, I'm a soccer guy. Um, so I will. But even summer sucks for soccer. It's just international breaks. And it's not, like, consistent enough. So, yeah, God, this blows. All right. Well, um, sorry for the long delay between episodes. We will be back a little bit more frequently. Uh, maybe not frequently, but timing will work out better, um, hopefully. Uh, we'll be talking, coming back a couple weeks talking NBA playoffs, um, talking NHL, maybe playoffs a little bit, check back in on baseball season, and we'll check in on who the Masters champion is. So um, thanks, as always, for being our listeners. Please follow, please like, please subscribe. Please go visit the Corner Club. We thank them for um, their partnership in this. Um, Thanks for kicking it. I'm Alex, he's Austin, and go Vandals. Go Vandals.